Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds newsletter. This is newsletter number 37, which is covering the WordPress news for the week commencing the 29th of October 2018. My name's Nathan Wrigley. If you've enjoyed this news bulletin, please go over to the wpbuilds.com website. And if you go to forward slash subscribe, you can subscribe to us on a whole bunch of channels and keep up to date. We basically send out email newsletters once on a Thursday and once on a Monday. One of them is to highlight that the podcast has been released and one of them is to tell you that this news bulletin is coming out. Also, you can join us in a Slack group. You can join us on Facebook Messenger. Or you could join our thriving Facebook group, which has about one and a half thousand members now. Just to say that this Thursday we've got quite a special um, podcast episode because I managed to have an interview last week with a chap called Matt Mullenweg, who, as you may know, is the co-founder of WordPress. We talked an awful lot about all things Gutenberg and accessibility and the future of WordPress and so on. And so, really, a bit of a special episode for me. So if you wouldn't mind sharing that that's going to happen on Thursday, I'd be tremendously grateful. Thank you very much. Okay, as always, if you follow along in with the show notes, you'll get the information and the links about all of these articles that I'm going to mention. So the first one is on the w, well, the WordPress.org website, and it's to say that WordPress 5.0 Beta 2 has been released. It's ripe for testing, so if that's your kind of thing, please go and check it out. The headline points are that there has been um, amendments to Gutenberg, which from now on will simply be called the Block Editor. Um, they've made amendments to internationalization, registering and loading JavaScript translation files. They've made a few amendments to the new and coming 2019 theme, including a new wedget area in the page footer. Navigation submenus have been implemented for mobile devices. And there's some amendments to the REST API as well. So good stuff. Now, the next one feels like it's going to be about exactly the same thing because the title of this article is WordPress 5.0 Beta 1, so it kind of feels like I'm going backwards. But it's not. This is on the jjj.blog website, and it's just an absolutely thrillingly fascinating, quite funny and acerbic article written by somebody who's basically trying out Gutenberg for the first time whilst writing an article. And so he, as he's going through it, he illustrates all the problems that he's having. So, for example, he's saying, oh, I've managed to put an, a menu, sorry, an image in here. And, oh, I've got problems here. And why does this button behave like this when I click this? And why aren't these things aligned? And it seems like a silly idea to have a plus sign here. It doesn't make sense and so on and so forth. It's just really interesting. And if you've ever played with uh, Gutenberg or the block editor, as it's now become, you'll probably appreciate this. And maybe some of his stuff will, will get fixed in future releases. Now, there's been a lot of furora, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit more than just this one article. But uh, Joe Dolson over at make.wordpress.org, again, the links are all in the show notes, um, kind of reacting, I suppose, to the recent concerns about accessibility. This article is all about the, the accessibility concerns around Gutenberg, and so he goes on to describe who the accessibility team are and what their role is, the accessibility coding standards for WordPress, um, and then he addresses things like, is Gutenberg an accessibility regression, and so on. And he highlights all of the problems that Gutenberg faces, the cognitive load and complexity. It's inconsistent if you uh, can't actually see these things. Um, and 
yeah, the, the shortcuts are very, very hard and keyboard navigation is difficult as well. So if you are at all interested in accessibility, this is a great place to start. And essentially, um, you know, he's not all that bullish about it, but certainly worth reading um, because there's a lot of news about that at this very moment. Speaking of which, this is the wordswords.com website, W-E-R-D-S-W-O-R-D-S.com website. Um, and this article is called Accessibility in Gutenberg is not a one more feature. And he's really referring back to the article that I've just mentioned by um, Joe Dolson. And he's uh, sort of slightly alarmed. And whilst he doesn't hate Gutenberg and he's a core developer... He does sort of think that really maybe the silence needs to be broken and perhaps we've been waiting for, for too long for these points to come up. Um, but again, another take on it. And as this is the hot topic just at the moment, it's it's worth worth checking out. This next one is on the Specky Boy. I love this name, speckyboy.com website. And this article is called Lessons from Gutenberg. And we're all going through that pain. If you've got clients or if you're simply working on WordPress websites for yourself, you'll understand the pain of transitioning to Gutenberg. And he tries to pull apart why that might be. Why is this moment significant for us? And he makes the points that, well, change is difficult. It wouldn't matter whether it was, you know, uh, next year or the year after that. Change is always going to be hard when you've got a, a bunch of incumbent users. Communing, communication and planning are essential. And to be honest with you, I think this is probably an area where uh, the WordPress team need to look at because I think it's hard to keep the community together, kind of hard to keep the communication channels open and also very difficult to publish this stuff in such a way that people, regular people like you and me, can keep up with it. If you're a developer and follow the WordPress development blogs religiously and closely, then you probably knew what was going on in Gutenberg. But if you're a regular user, then you're not going to have known what was going on. And all of this will be a sudden shock. And maybe that's something they need to do. You know, they're not a news network. They're not the BBC or CNN. So they're going to struggle to get their message out. But maybe that's something they need to do in the future. And of course, he makes the point that you simply can't please everybody. So if they're trying to get everybody on board, that's always going to fail. OK, this next one is called uh, the Gutenberg Cloud plugin for WordPress is now in beta. So there's now a project which is CMS agnostic. And the idea is certainly at the moment, it's a GitHub project. And the idea is that people using Drupal and WordPress, and I think potentially Joomla as well, have now got a repo, a beta repo called Gutenberg Cloud. And there's now a Gutenberg Cloud plugin for WordPress. And it allows you to um, install pre-designed, pre-created Gutenberg blocks. Now. I'm not sure if this is going to be the, the final iteration on this because apparently there are some concerns that this might not be the, the best way to do it. The article goes into the fact that maybe it's better rather than having a whole thousands and thousands of Gutenberg blocks, maybe it's better to kind of have packs of blocks. So packs that do similar things and then you can browse around or packs that have a certain theme, perhaps a, a marketing funnels set of blocks or something like that. But interesting, and I just love the fact that this is going to be a thing in the future, that CMS agnosticism is, is a thing which is going to be coming around. I think that's fabulous. Okay, the next one is on the WordFence website. And although it's not specifically related to WordPress, it is very much, um, very much of importance. 
PHP 5, it says, becomes dangerous in two months. Well, it doesn't suddenly become dangerous. It's just that the way that PHP works is there is a limited time um, for versions to be supported. And on the, I believe it's the 1st of January, certainly it's the very, very beginning of next year. Yes, I believe it's the 1st of January. PHP 5 will declare end of life. That means that there will be no more security patches, no more updates. So if you are on PHP 5 point anything, it's really, really time to get off. Essentially, if you're on PHP 7.0, you're going to face exactly the same problem because that also reaches end of life on the 1st of January. So at the very least, if you're going to be migrating off 5 point something, you want to be asking your host to get yourself onto 7.1 at the very least and 7.2 for, for the best experience. Um, and really, you need to be reaching out to your hosting company unless, of course, you know what you're doing. But very, very important because you can guarantee that on the 1st of January, lots and lots of security features that, you know, hackers have figured out and stashed away for a while. They will be coming out safe in the knowledge that those, that stuff will never, ever, ever get patched. So go make sure that you know what word, uh, sorry, what uh, PHP version you're on. Now, this is a new thing to me. I hadn't really come across this before, but there's there's a there's a software platform called Freemius, and it's a way of selling your plugins and themes. And I'd never really come across this before, but I, I stumbled across an article this week by Tom McFarlane, who's a WordPress developer. And it's all about the fact that they've got this new feature and they're calling it We've Got Your Back, in inverted commas, We've Got Your Back Club. Um, and if you sell your plugins and themes for WordPress on their platform, they've got this ingenious idea that the more revenue that you create for yourself and therefore for their platform, the, the more stuff that they'll give you in return. So, for example, if you generate $1,000 in gross revenue, they're going to organize for you to have a nice um, new logo. They'll get that professionally done. If you um, make $5,000, they're going to professionally design you a, a, a new face, a Facebook cover and a, and a Twitter cover. And if you generate over $100,000, they're going to um, give you give you a new homepage design. I know it seems trivial, but if you're a web designer, this stuff probably is a piece of cake. You can do it for, you know, falling asleep. But if you're a plugin developer, this stuff might be interesting. I do like this. This It's interesting to me that there's this plugin market that I'd never really heard of before. Definitely seen it before, but didn't kind of realize that that, that was utterly separate and unique. So anyway, just an interesting thought. This last one comes from the toolset.com blog and it says introducing toolsets communication system for professional listing sites. So it turns out that toolset has this kind of modular system where you can download modules and they've got this new one which enables you to well let's imagine that you have clients and you want to communicate with your clients you install this module which presumably has toolset products like views and so on as a, as a dependency. And it allows your clients to reach out to you in a sort of little chat widget. You get sent an email and then you can start to chat to and fro safe inside this um, authenticated password protected area. You know, obviously there's a whole load of options for this kind of stuff, chat widgets and SaaS products and so on and so forth. But it looks really interesting. And the fact that it's done all natively in WordPress, building on top of tools that you might already own, uh, looks really cool. You get notifications. And as I said, because it's all password protected, then um, it seems like quite a safe way of doing that stuff. So there you go. 
Okay, that's the WordPress news. Now we're launching into two items this week which have got nothing to do with WordPress. And this is Google. Google's ReCapture version 3 promises frictionless user experience. ReCaptures are those horrible things that you have to fill out at the end of forms. And several years ago, it was all about finding quirky text and trying to type in what the text said. And then we moved on to the little tick box um, and you had to identify, find me pictures of cars or show me pictures of traffic lights. And you had to tick things like that. Well, now Google is going to give you, um, hopefully, a way of doing this seamlessly where if you're a developer, you can get a score back from the recapture based upon all sorts of interesting characteristics like, for example, whether you're logged into Google, what your behavior has been, um, how you're interacting with the page and so on. And based upon that score, you can then trigger certain actions. So you might say, okay, a score of nine, that's looking really likely that this this login attempt or this uh, comment, that looks really authentic. The person behind that looks authentic, but hang on, no, there's a, there's a score of one here. That looks like it's really dodgy. Looks to me like a robot. Well, what are we gonna do? with that so a new a new future and no doubt the the theme sorry the plugins that um, leverage recapture will get onto this in the near future and offer you all sorts of options so you know you might get notification emails or something like that based upon uh, triggers that happen from recapture so quite fascinating and the last one that I've got today is it's a business related one uh, Linux has a very 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 thriving um, distribution called Red Hat um, and they've just recently been bought by IBM for a significant amount of money 34 billion US dollars I don't really have anything more to say than that other than that it puts IBM squarely back in the game I think their future was looking a little bit less on, less certain than it had been of late but now that they've got themselves deeply embedded into Linux we'll see where this takes us because I suspect that most of us are reliant upon Linux in some way shape or form Right, as I said, please, please, please listen out on Thursday for the Matt Mullenweg episode. Usually we release the episodes at about 1pm UK time, so if you're in the States, it'll probably be in the morning for you. And um, I'd really appreciate it if you could spread the word about it. It, um, it was very exciting, a little bit nervous for me, but very, very exciting to speak to, to Matt Mullenweg all about WordPress and its future, and I'd love for you to share it all over the place. I hope you have a good week. I hope you've enjoyed the news and see you on Thursday. Bye bye.